Cheeseburger in the Swamp. Welcome in. It's Monday, September 4th, 2023. Little Jimmy Buffett there for you uh, on Labor Day. Greatness. Yeah, a lot of people probably thought I'd be playing come Monday. You know, yeah. Going at the Labor Day weekend show. But hey, first of all, us parent heads are sad in the swamp. But he would not want people to be that way. He was uh, going to give you a show and let you forget about the world for a couple of hours. And we're fortunate enough here that we got to see him a few times. I saw him uh, the weekend come Monday came out at a little club in Dallas because of uh, Willie. Willie and Doc got me saying, hey, I got to go hear this guy. And uh, wow, he was something. Sad thing uh, when we lose one, but do we not have the memories? You know, he says he's got the best uh, summer job there ever was. <laughs> he, the 1974 Willie Picnic down at uh, College Station, that's when he turned people's heads. A lot of people never even heard of him or heard of some of his songs. And wow, man, everybody become parrot heads and didn't even know why. <laughs> But uh, first, right to him and his family, or his family, and uh, he, uh, Casey sent me a thing this morning. He's up there, and uh, St. Peter, I guess, is here's a new pair of sandals. <laughs> flip flops. Yeah, yeah, flip flop. Yeah. Because right. he stepped on a flip flop. Yeah. Cut his heel. Had to cruise back home. home. Oh, guys could tell a lot of Jimmy Buffett stuff, but hey, that's why we got the recordings for them. What you got going on your side of the swamp on Labor Day? Who I want to say, Casey is coming through a little, maybe allergies. I don't know. Something's going on. Hey, it's better than being a dove. I just say that right now. You got that right. Well, I don't know if this guy got the day off for Labor Day. But there's a cat living at Home Depot in New Jersey. <laughs> And he's become a full-fledged social media celebrity. Well, come on. He's even drawn in new customers. His name's Leo. And he was a former barn cat brought to the store about a year ago to help solve a mouse problem. Well, man, he must be well-fed at Walmart. Here at Home Depot. Oh, at Home Depot. Yeah, he My wears, God, they're huge. He wears clothes and stuff, apparently. <laughs> And uh, the employees take care of him and make sure he gets regular vet checkups and has a place to sleep when the store is closed on holidays. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> guard a Home Depot. Uh, wow. Those things bigger than some airport terminals. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. So it is Labor Day, and apparently that serves as a reminder that the summer season is coming to a close. Well, I remember this, the movie. Yeah. One of your favorites. Flamingo Kid. That's right. Go ahead. I'll be quiet. But this time of year also marks peak season for state fairs. Our state fair is the great state So, fair. we've the first state fair was held in Syracuse, New York in 1841 in September. And today, the events are held in 48 states. Guess wow. who does not have state fairs? Uh, what state? There's two of them that don't. Oh, two of them? I'm going to say Alaska and Hawaii. It's kind of what I thought when I saw the 48. Uh, but, but that's not it? 
Connecticut and Rhode Island. No kidding. They're up there with the, the but, where it started. Uh, that's wild. Then it says some states, including Texas, Alaska, and Washington, have multiple state fairs each year. And uh, flat chairs. Yeah. Flat chairs. Howdy, folks. Meet me at the Fletcher's under Big Text. Yeah. All right. So state fairs are known for deep fried foods, carnival rides, musical performances, and agricultural demonstrations. But let's point out some of the oddest traditions celebrated at U.S. state fairs around I, the country. I would like to hear those. Okay. Ohio, Iowa, and Illinois all have butter cow contests. Oh. Yeah. Well, they got one of those up there in Dallas. I don't know if it's a contest, but they always well, have they one. they change it up every year. Yeah. Like what the scene is. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, uh, which is pretty neat. Uh, stays cold in there. But, uh, yeah, here's a here's a picture of a cow. It's hundreds of pounds of butter. First happened in 1903 in Ohio. All right. A giant cabbage way off takes place in Alaska. Check that out. There's <laughs> a picture. Ah, hey, I know y'all not seeing this picture. That thing is. <laughs> no, you know that'll stink up a house. Oh, cold I want to see the pocket pudding. Man. Giant slides are in Wisconsin and Minnesota. They're sliding down the cheese slide. Yeah. A rooster crowing contest in Kentucky. Rooster throwing. Crowing. Oh, crowing. Oh, okay. okay. That'd be pretty good one yeah. too, though. Oh man. Anyway, the uh, contest winner goes home with five dollars and a bag of chicken feed. Ah. Five dollars. I got you. I'd buy a scratch off. Well, here you go. At Yaleville, Arkansas, the turkey calling capital of the world. The they world. let out turkeys out of uh, planes, you know, and they glide on down. Peter's been after them. Stop it. I don't know if they've stopped it. But, hey, all I know is the Bogans are up there at Yaleville, Arkansas. Of the world. Yeah. Capital. Yeah, the turkey calling capital of the world. Do <laughs> you remember, I don't know where they were, I think it was John Boy and Billy at the turkey toss and Travis Street happened to be out there. Yeah. But these are frozen turkeys. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, Hurricane Idalia has caused uh, kind of an issue in the eastern United States. Uh, flamingos, they're everywhere. <laughs> they The leggy pink birds are showing up all over. After Idalia, there, there, some one was a few were even found in Ohio, Alabama, South and North Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. Well, oh boy, you yeah, go into the zoo at Dallas, and they're at the little pond. Yeah, they have flamingos, and you can read about those. And what's that, Pee Wee and Buddy? The Life and Times of That's Peter right. and Buddy, Dog Day at the Zoo. Yeah. Check it out. Amazon, Time, Casey, like Jen. Well, here's a smart fella. 1954. <laughs> to coincide with the release of his second son's single, Good Rockin' Tonight, Elvis Presley, along with Bill Black and Scotty Moore, made their first appearance at the Grand Ole Opry. The audience reaction was so poor, the Opry's manager, Jim Denny, told Elvis that he should go back to driving a truck. Wow. 
Yeah. Let's be our manager. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. I'm all shook up. All right. 1965, the Who had their van stolen containing over 5,000. Who did? The Who. Oh. The what? Bye. Uh, 5,000 euro worth of equipment outside the Battersea Dogs home. And the band were inside the home at the time buying a guard dog. Well, there you go. <laughs> the it band... just goes to show you. <laughs> wrap that one up. Yeah. The van was later recovered. Can you wrap that around your head? <laughs> what does that no, mean? Yeah, you know, once in a while, occasionally we'll get on words and we'll say, and that was one of our topics last week. We were, I don't know what we're doing. I said, and she said, what about? How does that wrap around your head? No. What, what, what do we say? Wrap your head around that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how do you do that? I don't know how you wrap it. I think it's like Terminator 2 when he does all, these, all that gel stuff. Like and then when you hear rap, you know. All right, so the fact you just said that, I'm going to move on to one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my order of doing things here. In 2015... Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards told the New York Daily News that rap music was for tone-deaf people. <laughs> he went on to say all they need is a drum beat and somebody yelling over it, and they're happy. There's an enormous market for people who can't tell one note from another. It's funny you did that. Uh, and in 1969, there we go. Wow, the 54 film years ago. What? The film Easy Rider. Starring Jack Nicholson, Peter yeah. Fonda, and Dennis Hopper, opened at the Classic in London, England. Yeah. The movie soundtrack featured the band, Jimi Hendrix Experience, and Steppenwolf. That's right, buddy. Saw that movie. Easy Rider. <laughs> you know, everybody, the, 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 of the three stars, only one's still alive. And it would be Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Dennis Hopper's gone. And uh, Henry Fonda Jr. Peter. Huh? Peter Fonda. He's gone, yeah. Oh, it's gone Jr. Uh, but yeah. Mom gone Clay. Let, let me tell you. If you go to that movie for culture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just say it. Four-year-old movie, you know, that way you say you, you've seen it. Yeah. Hey. That and the TV show, Then Came Bronson, sold a lot of motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, just telling you. What's on the menu today? How about a little Loganberry? Okay. And a lot of people probably think that's some character in one of our stories to be. Maybe. Hey, Mr. Loganberry. Hey, Loganberry. It's a hybrid of the North American Blackberry and the European Raspberry. Well, of course. The plant and the fruit resemble the blackberry more than the raspberry, but the fruit color is a dark red rather than black as in blackberries. Well, here's what I can do for you or to you. Loganberries help reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease. They're rich in antioxidants. Loganberries possess antimicrobial properties. 
They get in there and get going, you know. Loganberry helps in bone and tissue formation. Loganberry is rich in manganese, which helps with bone and tissue formation. It also helps the nervous system and brain function properly. Apparently, we're not serving enough Loganberry wine at the White House. Loganberry helps in weight management. It's uh, low calories type thing. But no matter if it's part raspberry, part blackberry, you can have some possible side effects. An individual taking blood thinner, wherefore should consult their health care practitioner before increasing their Loganberry intake because its high vitamin K content may interact with blood thinner. Again, I like to repeat. Right. Call your healthcare people and see what they tell you. They'll tell you, don't drink it. I don't know. Individuals are allergic to blackberries and red raspberries and have never had Loganberries to take precautions before trying them. That is a great piece of advice. <laughs> you know. You know it, they, when they do say, like, contact it, your yeah. local health care yeah. which i'm glad they're keeping it local but uh yeah you know it's like well i why would i want to go through the prior authorization and referral and all that yeah. stuff just to be laughed at about asking yeah. logan berries because when you are off the phone if you do get to somebody believe me you are now the center of a lot of laughs in that <laughs> office okay well, here's what this nutrition recommends. Loganberries can be eaten raw, drink, used as an ingredient in jams, pies, crumbles, syrups, and wines. Okay, crumbles. I don't know what that is. What is a crumble? A uh, cookie? Because that's how the cookie crumbles? Like a, like an apple. Oh. Uh, Crumble. Well, you can use them. I mean, it sounds like you would just crumble up like uh, a crust type thing. I don't know. Well, let me tell you, to obtain the benefits, consume three Loganberries a day. In addition, Loganberry can be eaten as a snack or incorporated into yogurt. Like a little yogurt yeah. incorporated in there. Now, I can't help you on preparation of crumbles. If you lose your crumble, I don't know. And if you start seeing Howdy Doody going down the road in a vehicle, and I'm not talking about it's Howdy Doody time, it's a what kind of Watusi cow? <laughs> you might want to lay off that Loganberry wine. I'm just trying to help out here. Y'all got to look that up. Just yeah. look up Howdy Doody going down the road in a car in Nebraska. Yeah. Telling you. Hey, here's the sixth disease. Promised it to you. Six. One day last. Yeah. Is that pronounced Rosola? Well, it's the sixth disease. Yeah, the sixth one. Here we go. This is about you from the U.S. dermatology. Rosola is a common virus caused by the human herbs virus six and is sometimes called the sixth disease. While this condition typically occurs in younger children before the age of three, it can be highly contagious if an outbreak occurs at school. 
I don't know why the three-year-olds are at school, <laughs> but hang on. They're probably at Walmart. That's where all the other students are. That's right. There's a lot of them. They're holding something out there. I look for them to get some ball teams out of it. Hope so. Most of it looks like to me. It might be soccer. There is no vaccine for rosola, so the key to preventing the spread of rosola is to avoid exposure. If your child has rosola, they may notice the following symptoms. First of all, don't know if I'm pronouncing rosola right, but I'd rather have a Looks Pepsi like Cola. But here's the six: high fever that spikes quickly and can last for several days, tiredness and irritability. Swelling of face and eyelids. After the fever decreases, a rash appears on the trunk and limbs first and spreads to the face. Treatment for rosella is the same as is recommended for chickenpox, including calamine lotion and cool baths for itching. The Tylenol stuff for fever. Increased fluid intake and plenty of rest. In severe cases, antiviral drugs may be prescribed. Wow, the sixth disease. Man, I don't know how high the numbers go, but uh, it's kind of what's happening right now. Got some folk art, and here's some miscellaneous. Like if we didn't get it all yeah. on those other things, this is winding down on Texas folk art. I don't believe. Yeah, it. and I know we're happier than a hound dog in a garbage truck. About miscellaneous, independent as a hog on ice. I don't know you from Adams off Ox. Thick as the dew on Dixie. Thick as fleas on a farm dog. That's two different buckets of possum. Things are going to hell in a handbasket. Come hell or high water. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. I don't care if it's hair lips the governor. Serious is the business end of a 45. Baptist and Johnson Grass are taking over. He's so slow he could gain weight walking. <laughs> Out like Lottie's eye. And... We have gone through weeks of folklore. Weeks, yes. Weeks. And there you go. That was almost as long as the D-Walt instruction. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Another Jimmy Buffett song that he does. I don't think he wrote it, but you call it jogging. I, I call, call it running around. Yes, you know, the, from the, the, what was it on the moon? I forgot album or CD oh, come yeah, out in 2000. Anyway, yeah. of course I got it. Hey, we talked about the night sky overnight. In uh, the Farmer's Almanac about 10 sky and space misconceptions. We did three the other day. Here's four. From Pluto, the sun is not just a bright star. From there, the sun is an unbearable, dazzling point of light, 300 times brighter than the full moon. Still too dangerous to look at. If Pluto had an atmosphere like ours, the sun would make it look blue. And one more for today. Farmer's Albanac. Space station astronauts do not float around because they've escaped Earth's gravity. 
there's 90% as much gravity 230 miles up as there is in your bathtub. Orbiting astronauts are merely falling freely. Now I want to go back to the 60s, back when we would roam around in the circuit. Sometimes a friend of mine still is, I'm not gonna say his name, John Elzer, and I there would be we would be weightless in somebody's car. Yeah. I'm just saying that. So weightless this has been going on around. For a while. So here it was. First scouting trip I took with some of the coffee group. I started waiting, and they really didn't know how to take that at first. Yeah. But they did laugh. What so, is this now? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Quote for today. I think my secret is that there's no shortcuts for hard work. Determination and having that don't give up attitude. Jerry Rice. Okay, no to football. Not a bad ball player. Enjoyed, even though he's on the other team, watching him play. Well, that's about all I got to add, subtract, and divide. We, uh, of course, college ball started football. Big one tonight, I guess, on TV. Clemson and the Dukers. Last night, the Florida Staters took care of the Bengals from LSU. And oh my, oh my, is there excitement at the University of Colorado. <laughs> yep. You just have to look it up yourself. Go Hills. Showtime in the Hills did come on. Yep. And Coach it, Prime. It's, it's going to be Coach a Brown. active ball team. Coach Brown gets his 100th win. At the second at, school. At the, yeah, University of North Carolina. People that don't know, he won a, over 100 games at UT, and now he's won over 100 games, or now he's won 100 games at uh, University of North Carolina because he did a time there back in the late 80s and early 90s because that's when we met him 31 years ago at University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. 31 years ago, we were going through some seizures. Mm. Yeah. But made through that. Well, that's all I got to multiply, strike, add, divide. What do you got? Enjoy your Labor Day. Heard some fireworks last night. Was getting my little dog a little upset. Yeah, because okay. she was saying, burn, bam. <laughs> and I'm trying to sleep here. Anyways, read that Jen Library. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening to Retired Coach and His Kid. All right, Jeannie. Love you. We're going to make it count because I'm the retired coach. I'm the kid.